Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Uh, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is fabulous to be with you on this uh, early week of what was a shortened, very shortened Premier League weekend due to COVID. The good news is uh, the Football League and the Premier League have both decided they will go ahead and play out the festive period despite uh, maybe some teams not being able to play because of of COVID. Having said that, the uh, first EFL games on the 26th of December have been called off uh, because of COVID. Look, so much to talk to. Let's talk also about this crazy FIFA biennial World Cup plan that Arsene Wenger is so, you know, uh, so vocal about. I'll tell you why he's so vocal about it, and of course why I think it's absolute crap. Uh, let's look back at the results in the Premier League. Let's look forward as well to the upcoming matches. So much to get to today. Find me on Twitter at McGeber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It's great to have you uh, with us, and if you are listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app. It's also great to have you uh, with me today. Uh, just a note, if you've missed any part of the show, don't worry. You can always check it out. Our podcast available as soon as the show is over on the Believe B-L-E-A-V podcast network uh, or anywhere you get your podcasts, whether that is uh, Spotify or iHeart or Google Podcasts. <clears throat> or Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. All you have to do is search for World Soccer Radio, and you will get the show there. Love if you subscribe, you can have it downloaded into your inbox, and uh, wherever you are, in the loo, on the bike, uh, in the car, wherever you can listen to this show, and hopefully participate once again. How to participate? Twitter at Nick Eber, N I C K G E B E R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Okay, I'm going to step aside and take a very brief break, and I will be right back with you here on Sirius XM and the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. So don't go anywhere. This is World Soccer Radio. Uh, welcome back to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Series XM. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. 
Hope you'll make me a regular part of your week as we talk the beautiful game. Uh, not such a... Uh, I had a stellar Saturday with the picks that I gave you for the weekend's Premier League matches. And then the Sunday, well, not so stellar. I gave you odds and picks courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag. And with the new site, folks, they are back. They're better than ever. They have a brand new interface which will run now forever. They introduced it for the uh, rest of the NBA season. But they have more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They are your number one spot for all your basketball, your gridiron, your soccer action this season. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code. Are you ready for this? Got a pen? Believe. B-L-E-A-V-50. That's in honor of our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus from basketball, soccer, gridiron, NHL boxing, UFC. They got it all, all the way to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for you. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet all your sports A bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, well, let's talk about where the game starts because I gave you some picks over the weekend and uh, they didn't come out all that well, to be honest with you. In fact, uh, even though we only had 50% of the games, I uh, certainly didn't have a 50% return for you this weekend. Um Aston Villa, let's start at the top, shall we? Sorry, I've got something in my throat here. You'll excuse me. Uh, Saturday matches, we only had one match. The Villa-Burnley match was called off, and that was a Leeds-Arsenal match. And I gave you that one, Arsenal. I said we're going to win. I said 2-0. It was actually 4-1, but minus 110, that would have paid. Now, on Sunday, we did complete all three matches. Newcastle, Man City. Uh, I said Newcastle, Man City were going to win 4-0. And that is, in fact, the correct scoreline and the correct result. So that was one wonderful one. Then you say, Nick, you're on a roll. You're hot, man. You can't go wrong. Chelsea Wolves. I said at Molyneux, Chelsea were going to win at minus 170. (coughs) Wolves won. Pardon me, draw. Plus 290. Chelsea dropped two points. Then you're thinking, Liverpool, can they capitalize, put more distance between themselves and Chelsea? They're playing Spurs at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I said Liverpool were going to win. Minus 175 was the payout, the money line on bet online. And guess what? <coughs> they drew. Plus 365. The only redeeming factor is I said that was going to be a four goal match. And it was, in fact, a four goal match. I said it would be 3 1. It was actually 2 2. So. I suppose the mixed bag didn't do all that well, to be honest with you. Not that I would lie to you on this show, but, you know, I just didn't do all that well. I would expected and hoped for better for myself than that. But, nevertheless, that's it. That's how I did. Um, and, uh, you know, we move. Uh, let's take a look at some of the back pages rolling around football we're going to talk about the covid uh, break and arsene wenger and the biennial world cup and all the other sorts of stuff but borussia dortmund have confirmed real madrid interested 
in Erling Braut Haaland. You know, look, there are three exceptionally hot young players right now. Erling Braut Haaland, Kylian Mbappe, and Vinicius Jr. Right now, Vinicius Jr. is at Real Madrid. Erling Braut Haaland is at Borussia Dortmund. And Mbappe is at PSG. PSG is not an exciting destination. Real Madrid is an exciting destination. And if you start matching Erling Braut Haaland, 21 years old, with 21-year-old Vinicius Jr., all of a sudden you're starting to build for the future at Real Madrid. And if I might add, leaving Barcelona in the dusk to suffer with their problems in terms of money. They also want to team up Haaland with Mbappe with Vinicius. So think about that for a minute. They're going after Mbappe. This is being uh, uh, reported by the Spanish papers to try to work out an exit from PSG. I, I'm not sure they have that sort of money. But you never know with Real Madrid. They always find a way to skin the cat. They always find a way to get the dosh that they need to make those sorts of ridiculous transfers work. It will create a true Spanish super team. It will leave Barcelona far in the dust. Barcelona still trying to recover from the loss of both Neymar and Messi over the last few years. Let's be honest. Barcelona, pretty much a shell of them of their former selves. And really no one to blame but themselves. Lack of foreplanning. They just went crazy spending money. Uh, that's seriously, uh, seriously a problem at Barcelona. Uh, Man City are set to give Bernardo Silva a new contract. They're going to double his wages. That's how much they want to keep him. Um, and uh, looks like they're going to manage to sign uh, Fernandinho to an extension in January, even though Atletico Mineiro hope to get him back in Brazil. That's probably not going to uh, happen. Uh, speaking of moves that we've talked about for some time, I've been telling you, in January, Newcastle United are going to move for a range of disgruntled Man United players, and their, but their key signing will be Kieran Trippier from Atletico Madrid. The Daily Mail are, are, are reporting that Atletico have agreed to let Trippier move to Newcastle. It's £15 million, which is a bargain. But the key is they have to be able to sign a replacement. And again, January can get a little different. But my feeling is if that number is higher than 15, they can get him whether he signs a replacement or not. I'm not sure that the Saudi ownership really are going to care if it's 15 or 18 or 20. I'll tell you who else Newcastle are looking at right now is Philippe Coutinho, who's only 29, been offered to both Tottenham and Newcastle by Barcelona in their continuation of their plan to get rid of salary. Um, the other one, Lucas Digne, Newcastle are also looking at them uh, from Everton. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, and another word, and I wonder if uh, Liverpool or uh, Man City are going to be noted by this one. Uh, Matthew Delete's agent, Amino Raiola, says he's ready to leave Juve, and he's only 22. He's a great defender. We'll have to see what happened. Speaking of Man United...
<clears throat> um, Paul Pogba is done. They say he's played his final match for United. He's going to leave in January. Being linked right now with Real Madrid, I wonder if he would consider a move to Newcastle. You know, he might just do that despite Liverpool. And, you know, he's not had a great season. Paul Pogba never has not really developed the way I think he wanted to. He's a sublime player, no doubt. Uh, but where will he go? Juve interested in Pierre-Patrick Aubameyang from Arsenal. They want to sign him on a loan, and I think it is time that they're going to probably let him go at Arsenal. So um, very interesting moves, uh, machinations, rumors swirling around the transfer market as we get, start getting ready to enter the January window, folks. That's how close we are. We are now 10 days away from the January window, if you can believe that, or 11 days, 12 days. But, you know, close enough. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. I'm going to step aside, take a break. When I come back, let's talk about Arsene Wenger's ludicrous plan for a biennial World Cup, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Well, say goodbye to dull gifts this holiday season. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. They use cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques. They've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the absolutely highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price. 800 bucks a carat. That's right, $800 per carat. Look, these have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're just grown in a lab. And because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, and of course, that classic white that you love. Lightbox, Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift. That's a tongue twister, by the way. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds, they're the gift that you'll never want to take off. Or she'll never want to take off. Or he'll never want to take off. Priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds. There's never a dull moment. Well, the Premier League has never had a dull moment. But before I talk about the Premier League, I am remiss because... You know, um, I, I said I was on vacation last week. I actually wasn't on vacation. I'll be honest with you. I was producing a huge event here in Las Vegas. The largest event I've ever produced of my career. Because in case you don't know, uh, other than being your radio host here for 20 plus years, I'm also an event producer and a producer of television. Sports primarily. But I produced a huge event for a company called Gala Games, which is a... Uh, uh, a leader in the blockchain gaming space. We did it at the Aria. We built an entire world like Disneyland uh, with six different uh, immersive interactive exhibits, uh, each one uh, basically built around one of their games. 
Uh, and then we booked the most ridiculous slate of entertainment. I'll, I'll just give you an idea. So on the Saturday, we had Head in the Heart. I don't know if you're familiar with them. That's kind of like an indie folk rock band. Really good good band, by the way. Uh, Bo Bice, who was the runner-up on American Idol uh, the year that Kelly Clarkson won it, just for some kind of light entertainment. Then uh, we had in our stage that we built to look like one of their games, we had Maroon 5 perform. And then later that night, we had uh, Arcade Fire performing in a tiny nightclub at the Aria that we that we rented out for the two days and, and transformed it with the biggest stage they've ever put into that tiny nightclub. They've never had full bands in there at uh, Jewel, and they did this time around. And then on the Sunday, the uh, spectacular continued with Kings of Leon, uh, and then we moved to... Uh, an incredible performance at this stage, this nightclub. Very tight, small, intimate affair. By the way, there were only 400 people each night. We had uh, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Alice Cooper, and Billy Idol all performing on that stage. And then just when you thought it was over, we had an after party with um, Snoop Dogg, Blau, BT, uh, Jazz, uh, Bass... Uh, I forget their name, Bass, Bass Jackers and Steve Aoki. So that was a talent we booked for just two days worth of corporate event. It wasn't even uh, a music festival, although it doesn't sound like it. Anyway, that's where I was. But while I was doing that, of course, the Champions League draw came and went. And I really haven't even spoken to you about it. So I thought this was really a fabulous time uh, to take a couple of minutes, given the fact that, you know, we are... Um, at that time where we have a lot of COVID canceled games, we're getting into the holiday season now, and uh, we probably uh, we, we won't really have any more Premier League matches until uh, the day after Christmas. So we've got six days until the next batch of Premier League matches on Sunday, Boxing Day. So let's talk about the Champions League, shall we? So uh, first of all, the Champions League draw was an absolute disaster. Uh, they drew everything, and then they had to redraw it again. But they redraw it again, they did. And, you know, interestingly enough, we have um, what I would consider largely a draw of mismatches, except for one, and we clearly have the round of 16 match, matchup, du jour. I'm going to get to that one in a minute. Let's start with the first match, which was um, Red Bull Salzburg against uh, Bayern Munich. Um, you know, look, I doubt very much that uh, that's all that much of a match. I mean, Salzburg played in a group with Lille, um, Sevilla, and Wolfsburg. And they managed to lose two matches, draw one. They uh, conceded six goals in six matches. As opposed to Bayern Munich, in a group with Benfica, Barcelona, and Dynamo, Dynamo Kiev, they went unbeaten. They scored 22 goals and didn't concede a single goal. So, I mean, if, if that's not a mismatch, I really don't know what is. A, a Bayern Munich are clearly going to advance there. <clears throat> Sporting from Lisbon, uh, again, uh, in a group with Ajax, Dortmund, and Besiktas, 
Dortmund always a good team. Ajax always a good team. But, you know, that really wasn't that hard of a group. They still managed to lose three matches and concede 14 goals, even though they did score. I mean, from a scoring side, they were looking pretty good. On the other hand, they're coming up against a Man City group in a tough group with PSG, Leipzig, and Bruges. They scored 18 goals. Uh, they did lose two matches, though. Um, but, again, uh, Man City should breeze right through. Uh, Ajax-Benfica is an interesting matchup because I would not consider these to any uh, either one of these two teams to be, you know, massive powerhouses, although Ajax did go unbeaten, but in a, in a group with Sporting, Dortmund, and Besiktas. They scored 20 goals in a group of teams of the profile of Benfica. So I, there's no way that I see Ajax not advancing here, and that's good. Chelsea, Lille. You know, Chelsea had a very good Champions League. There's really, there's really no other way to say. It. I mean, they they lost a match. They as of as a result of that, they <clears throat> excuse me, they finished second behind Juve in that group. They didn't lose a match. I think they drew a match, didn't they? No, they did. They 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 did lose one. Who did they lose to? Let me let me see if I remember. Uh, they beat Zenit. Oh, they lost to Juve. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea lost to Juve. <clears throat> and they drew their last match against Zenit. But, you know, at that point, Chelsea top of the Premier League table, table and their focus was kind of elsewhere, I think. Uh, Lille, on the other hand, uh, you know, they were in a group with Salzburg, Sevilla, and Wolfsburg. Not the hardest group. Uh, they didn't concede many goals. They didn't score a whole lot. I have to like Chelsea to go through here. Again, favorites going through all the way. Atletico Man United is a really interesting matchup here. Because Atletico were in that really, really tough group B with with uh, Liverpool, Porto, and Milan. They, <coughs> excuse me, they beat Milan 2-0. Uh, they drew Porto nil nil. They lost three two to Liverpool. And remember that great group at the uh, Metropolitano in in um, in Madrid. They did lose uh, back at Anfield the return leg. They did lose at home to Milan. Uh, but they beat Porto three one away. Um, Man United, on the other hand, you know, has been a club in turmoil. They maybe now have kind of sorted themselves out a bit. They were in a group with Villarreal, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Uh, I have to edge here and say, oh, this is actually a really hard one to pick. Man United scored 11, conceded 8. And Atletico scored 7 and conceded 8. I'm probably going to edge United here. I think with uh, you know the new manager in place, they've certainly seemed to have calmed down a bit, and I think they've got what it takes to beat Atletico. Uh, Juve Villarreal. This is an interesting one. Juve filling, uh, finishing top of the group as we discussed. They were in that group with Chelsea. Um, Villarreal uh, being the runner-up in the Man United group, scoring quite a few goals though. Actually, I quite liked Villarreal. I. I have to wonder. That one I'm not going to call. That, to me, is the tightest one. Into Liverpool. Look, um, Liverpool, uh, are, when they're at their best, are probably the best team in the world. Um, the problem is they're not always at that, their best. But when it comes to the Champions League, 
they always seem to get their stuff done. Uh, Inter's problem is scoring, and they were in a group with Madrid, Sharif, and Shakhtar, and they only managed to score eight goals. You know, that's a problem. Liverpool scored 17 goals in a group with Atletico Porto and Milan. I have to like, I have to like uh, Inter, uh, pardon me, I have to like Liverpool in this matchup uh, with Inter. And the final group, PSG, Real Madrid, folks. This is the group you have been waiting for. Every once in a while, these tournaments, or more often than not, actually, throw up a group of death or a you know round of 16 elimination matchup that makes your mouth water. Well, if ever there was a mouth-watering matchup of monsters, this is it. How do you like that M alliteration? Uh, PSG, Real Madrid. I'll tell you about this one when I come back right after the break. You're listening to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. World Soccer Radio. A little bit more Tom Robinson band for you there on World Soccer Radio. Uh, do you know what that song was? Winter of 79, Tom Robinson band. So I'm going to put this question out. Who won the first division of English football? Who were the 1979 champions? Well, it would have been the winter of 79, but it would have been remembered because that ended in May. And it was Liverpool. They beat Aston Villa 3-0 at Anfield. They clinched the first division title in the 1979. A little useless trivia for you, unless you're a Liverpool fan and it's one of the titles uh, on the banner. We're talking Champions League matchup. Welcome back. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM as well as iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app, the American Forces Network, and our podcast. You can get it as soon as the show's over at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, or wherever you get your podcasts, Google, Apple, Spotify, you name it, you can get it there. Twitter me, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, <clears throat> facebook.com forward slash world soccer radio i'm too old to do instagram so don't bother with that <clears throat> but let's get right to it shall we uh by the way we are presented by betonline.ag i'd be remiss if i didn't tell you that <clears throat> but let's get to the champions league shall we where i said that what happens is you typically go through much of the champions league much of these big tournaments and you get these kind of mismatches 
because these tournaments are so big, and as they've expanded the Champions League, and of course as uh, the post-Soviet Europe expanded, and you know we picked up all of these Eastern Bloc teams and Eastern Bloc nations that you know wanted to uh, that were now part of the EU and part of uh, UEFA, uh, which is a good, very good thing, by the way. <clears throat> the whole format and flavor, really, of this sort of Champions League, really, really changed. So. You do tend to get matchups. I mean, as good as Zenit are, can you ever really see him winning the Champions League, right? As an example. You know, we've had Siska Moscow. We've had a bunch of these other teams. So, and, and as a result, it does tend to throw Shakhtar Donetsk, Sharif. Here we go. Dinamo Kiev. Zenit. I mean, as as nice as it is, and as good as these teams in general can be, uh, you know, I think it's you're you're, you're delusional, right? <laughs> you're delusional if you think that any of them are really going to make a really really deep run or win the Champions League. I mean, the Champions League is going to be won by a major footballing powerhouse because that's just kind of the way it works. So when you get a group of death elimination, uh, pardon me, an elimination matchup in the round of 16, and you're looking at the likes of a PSG Real Madrid, it's the backstories alone that make this so incredibly interesting. You know, Real Madrid, the... The, the team that has won the Champions League more than any other team, obviously in a, I would say, in a slightly rebuilding mode. However, however, don't get me wrong. They're a great team. They're not like in the Barcelona rebuilding mode. And with talent like Vinicius Jr., it's, uh, you know, it's a team never, never to be underestimated. A team with something to prove. A team that wants to advance to the quarterfinals because the further they go in the Champions League the more interesting they are to potential prospects by the way I'm going to go back and give you all the odds for the um, match to uh, the odds to advance in the Champions League for all of these teams and then you come up with PSG here's a Qatari-owned team bought by the uh, Qatari government as part of a sort of package along with a big investment that BN Sport made in both the French League and football in general in an attempt as part of an overall strategy in their gaining of the 2022 World Cup, which will happen at the end of next year, about a year from now. The team, they try to build into a super team, a team of uh, what they, what if they were uh, at their rivals for this round of 16, Real Madrid, they would call Galacticos. And they have now ended up with probably, uh, well, so, I don't, uh, certainly not the best, I'm going to say, but, but, but the most well-known front three in football with Mbappe, Neymar, Messi. But yet, this is a team that has really struggled to impress despite this uh, insane lineup. They drew two matches. They lost one 
in their group. Okay, they had Man City in the group, admittedly. But they had Leipzig and Bruges in there as well. I mean, they drew Bruges 1-1. They did beat Man City 2-0 at uh, Parc des Princes in Paris. Uh, that was great. But then, you know, they beat 3-2 Leipzig. But then they drew 2-2 against Leipzig. And they lost 2-1 against City. So, I mean, it, it, it's been a mixed bag. You just don't know what you get with this team. If PSG fail to advance, this entire episode will have been considered a monumental failure. And I've said all along, I thoroughly suspect 2023 you will see the Qataris start to divest from PSG and potentially sell the team on. As the World Cup is over, strategy gained, upper hand gained, no need to continue to sink big money into a make a big football team in a very 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 small league not one across the way the Saudis just bought Newcastle United in the biggest league in the world I mean that's a 10-year project by the way well what do the odds makers say so let's go shall we to betonline.ag and I will tell you to advance the favorites right now Real Madrid plus one uh pardon me uh the favorites to advance are PSG at minus 145 Real Madrid, plus 115. I don't know if I like that. By the way, again, you've got two former Barcelona players playing on PSG, playing against Real Madrid, Barcelona's great rival. And I don't care you talk about PSG and wearing, you know, the badge. Messi, Neymar at heart are Barcelona players. So that's why this is such a fascinating matchup. I don't know that I agree with this. I might be tempted to take Real Madrid at plus 115. I don't like this PSG team. I want to like them. There's just something about them. There's like, they're, they're like an egg. They've got a hard shell, but once you crack it, they're just all sloppy and gross. Lisbon, Man City. Well, <laughs> the odds makers right now, Man City, minus 12, 1,250 favorites. There's no value in that bet, folks, unless you want to bet Lisbon a plus 700 for a massive upset. Same thing with Red Bull Salzburg against Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, minus 1,250. Uh, long shot favorites. Red Bull Salzburg, long shot to advance plus 700. I guess long shot favorites isn't the right word. A massive favorites would be the right word. Inter Milan, Liverpool. Liverpool, big favorites at minus 400. Inter Milan, long shots at plus 300. Chelsea, Lille, similar odds. Chelsea, big favorites, minus 500. Lille, plus 350. Villarreal, Juve, very interesting, by the way. Juve, big favorites here, minus 200. Villarreal plus 160. Again, all these odds, all these money lines are courtesy of betonline.ag. So if you go over there right now and use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V-50, you can get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. Uh, let's get to the last matches. Benfica, Ajax. The favorites here to advance are Ajax. I'm definitely going to agree with that. Minus 325, plus 250 long shots for Benfica. And finally, Atletico, Man United, Man United, favorites here, minus 145. 
Atletico plus 115. So let me quickly give you my picks then. Uh, Lisbon, Man City, you're going to take Man City. PSG, Madrid, I'm going to go be an outlier here. I'm going to say take Madrid plus 115. Uh, Red Bull, Salzburg, Bayern Munich, you're nuts if you don't take Bayern Munich. They're probably going to win the whole thing, by the way. Uh, Inter Milan, Liverpool, you have to take Liverpool. Uh, Lille, Chelsea, you're going to take Chelsea. Villarreal, Juve, you're going to take Juve, although I'm a little iffy on that one. You might want to hedge a little bit on that one and maybe put the bulk of your money on Juve and put a little bit on Lille, uh, pardon me, on Villarreal just in case. Um, Benfica, Ajax, yeah, I'm with the odds makers. I'm all the Ajax all the way. And Atletico, Man United, odds makers say Man United. I'm hesitant to say Man United to you because every time I do, they don't win. Um, which is good for me. I love it because I hate Man United. But I, I have to think they're, they're going to advance past Atletico. But Atletico are a good side. Diego Simeone, fantastic. You know, give it your thoughts. Probably take United, right? Probably take United. I mean, Simeone is a really, really cagey manager. But um, I don't know. I, I just don't think they quite have enough. And again, any team with Cristiano Ronaldo is fully capable, especially in the big games. This is where Ronaldo can be a difference maker. All right, those are my picks for the Champions League group stages. That's my roundup of the Champions League group stages. Again, all of the odds courtesy of betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and the place where the game is at. Go there right now, sign up, get a 50 percent bonus on your first deposit that's right 50 percent bonus on your first deposit use promo code believe b-l-e-a-v look Arsene Wenger's still yakking about this ridiculous biennial world cup every two years he said it can make another three and a half billion pounds is that what it was three and a half billion pounds for fifa 3.3 billion pounds which they then say they'll distribute to all the nations this is Arsene Wenger's idea of, of trying to bring small nations with little or no footballing history get them more money and bring it up I say to hell with that do a better distribution of the existing money in the World Cup and then allow these really cool things like this uh, uh, Nations League between Conmebol between UEFA and Conmebol to shine and tax that rather but don't put us through a biennial world cup with this sort of just never-ending boring as hell qualifying that nobody really cares about all right this is world soccer radio i'm nick eber monday through friday you'll find me right here on the sports byline broadcast network and sirius xm 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern then again 3 a.m on the east coast don't go anywhere i'll be right back All right, welcome back. Great to be with you, Nick Gieber. Just uh, find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'd love to have you with me, and I'd love to continue the discussion outside of the show. Uh, the news is the Premier League has decided uh, to fulfill the festive match 
calendar. We're going to get more into this tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, on Sunday, a huge slate of matches on Boxing Day. Uh, Man City, Leicester, probably the standout match of the group. We don't have any huge clashes. And then on the 27th, we have Newcastle United at St. James's Park, although I don't think that's, quite frankly, all that interesting. On the 28th, we have at the KP, Leicester hosting Liverpool. That's interesting. And finally, uh, the New Year's schedule, again, not not uh, putting up any really, really huge matchups other than the big standout match, the one we're all going to be waiting for, at Stamford Bridge, Chelsea-Liverpool. Although, with Chelsea dropping points and Liverpool dropping points, this, you know, Chelsea aren't top of the table anymore. And if you look at who Man City are facing, right, they've got Arsenal, which you know, I don't think is going to be much of a problem to them, right? They've got Brentford. Who else do they have here? Let's have a look. Uh, and Leicester City. I mean, Leicester City might, might prove, you know, a bit of a challenge, but on the whole, mm, I don't think so. So I'm not sure we're going to see any cataclysmic changes uh, in anything really here uh, until, well, we're just going to have to wait till all 38 games play on. All right, this has been World Soccer Radio, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Hope you'll make me a regular part of your week. I'm going to go. That's it for me. I'll be back tomorrow. Meantime, have a great night. Cheers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.